It's BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski and Ross Tucker. Green. Harden the bounce. Green. Oh! Jeff Green! Big finish! Uncle Jeff just produced a poster! The Nets are starting to cook and we need a body count! Look at that from Jeff Green! It's BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski and Ross Tucker on the bet. Uncle Jeff! <laughs> Download the PointsBet app now. Use the promo code BETSWETS2 to get two risk-free bets up to $2,000. Download the app now to experience the premium sportsbook for yourself. Don't forget to sign up with our promo code BETSWETS2 to get two risk-free bets up to $2,000. What do you have to lose? So are you ready? If you or somebody who knows a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER for crisis counseling and referral services. Joe Ostrowski, Ross Tucker, BetQL daily on the bet weekdays, 10 a.m. to 1 Eastern time. 8 to 11 a.m. Mountain live on the bet, 14.30 in Denver. Uh, make sure you are also subscribed to the podcast. Leave us five stars over on iTunes. So, Ross, I'm taking a look at the rundown we have. And for the segment after Ryan McDonough, Eli uh, typed something out that I've never seen before. So I don't know exactly what we're supposed to be doing here. Eli Hershkovich, executive producer. What, what do we think? It says, uh, Joe's chalk or walk. Thoughts on tonight's NBA card. What does any of this mean? <laughs> Essentially, it's the opposite of dog or pass. Or, yeah, it's pretty much the opposite of dog or pass like we do for the NFL. So we're going through the NBA card. Either you take the chalk or you walk. You don't take the game. So I have to pick a side for each game. What if I have a player prop that I'm interested in? <laughs> if you have a player prop, that it's no longer chalk or walk. It's just a breakdown of the game. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. <laughs> what, what does chalk mean? Wow. Chalk is like laying the points. Favorite. Taking the favorite. Wow, that's interesting. I mean, I, I know, like, I'll take the chalk here. I'll take the chalk. Like, I look at that as, like, I'll take the favorite, but I never looked at it from a point spread standpoint. Does that make sense? You know what I mean, Joe? Like, like for the Heisman Trophy or whatever, for, like, I'll take the chalk. I'll take Alabama here. But yeah. usually when a guy says that, I feel like they're just saying, I think the favorite is going to win the game. That to me is not the same as saying, I think the favorite is going to cover the spread. That's very different, isn't it? It usually comes up when it's a heavy favorite, I think. So yeah, the Chiefs are the favorite. So technically they're the chalk, but they're a three or three and a half point favorite. So I don't think a lot of people are saying eh, you, you could go either way, but usually it's it's when you're just going with a bunch of favorites, seven point, ten point favorites in the NFL. And today. There's one big favorite, that Lakers game going up against the Pistons. All right, Eli, go go ahead. Set us up, host. All right, chalk <laughs> or walk. So Jordan Malley, board hopping today on Bat Sweats. You could jump in as well, armed okay, and ready. So the Lakers are nine and a half point favorites at Detroit, total of 214 and a half. Pistons are plus 360 on the money line. Are you chalking or walking? God, the Pistons are bad. Both of these teams on a back-to-back. -back. Uh, you mentioned the total there, 214 and a half. Jeremy Grant, uh, we didn't get have time to get into this with uh, McDonald. We'll have to do it next week. But all of a sudden, if you look at most improved player, Jeremy Grant for the Pistons, he's up there. He's way up there. He's averaging over 24 points per game, six rebounds per game. I'm intrigued what we're going to see out of these this Lakers squad. After a big game like that, is it going to be any sort of a letdown? I would think not, but I agree with McDonough. I don't, 
I don't know that I'm willing to lay double digits where, okay, I'm going to lose the bet unless I, my uh, Lakers team wins by 10. If you're backing them, this is one of the games on the card where not a whole lot jumps out to me, but um, yeah, yeah, not a ton. What is interesting is LeBron is shooting the three a whole bunch more this year. And uh, that's one of the reasons that people are talking about him being the top two, top three candidate for threes. Jordan Malley, you're a huge NBA guy. You host Locked on Bulls podcast. Do you like anything in this contest? I've got a few things circled in the other games. I'm going to take the points with Detroit. The last time I did this a couple of weeks ago against the Bucks, and the Bucks were really, really good. They played them hard. That Detroit is weird because they play they play good teams really, really difficult, really difficultly. Uh, uh, Jeremy Grant, I would take the props on him too. I mean, he's just been an absolute prop machine. So every night, it seemingly he's going over in points, rebounds, or assists, or all three of them. So I'm going to take Detroit tonight. Okay, good deal. Uh, Eli, what's the next game? All right, so continuing on the chalk or walk path, let's go back a little bit earlier. So like you said, Joe, it's not necessarily a massive favorite, but the first game on tonight's NBA board is Houston laying five on points bet against Portland at home, total of 229, and uh, Portland is plus 170 on the money line. So are you quote-unquote chalking or walking with the Rockets? So uh, Christian Wood has been out with an ankle, I believe, over the last couple of games. He was saying yesterday that he's going to play, but that is not official because a couple of days ago they were thinking that he was going to be out for this matchup. But Christian Wood is saying that he's going to play in this game. Uh, the, the Rockets allow a ton of rebounds to the opposition, a ton, the third most in the league, but they don't give up a ton of threes. I, I've been trying to track how Oladipo is working himself to the uh, to the offense. Like, it's different from the net situation with Harden. It they've been it's been kind of slow offensively. Some nights he's only shooting nine ten times. Not the case with Oladipo. This dude's like shooting it twenty one times at least in uh, three of the last four games. So I'm considering taking a look at his prop at twenty and a half at going over. But like I mentioned, Christian Wood's going to return. And I don't know how much he's going to play. Uh, McCollum has the the fractured foot for Portland. They've got Nurkic out as well. The Lillard prop is 32 and a half. That's insane to me. That is so high. I know Lillard is averaging 28.7 points per game this year. So I was looking at uh, Portland rebounds. And uh, Jordan, I was thinking about going Cantor. He had 22 rebounds the other day, but they put it at 13 and a half. I don't, e- I don't even know that I could go there at 13 and a half. It just seems uh, way too lofty, even though Houston will let you get as many rebounds as you want. Yeah, and then we don't know, too, even if Christian Wood isn't, if even if he plays tonight, what does he play, yeah. 20, 22 minutes tonight? You throw right. DeMarcus Cousins in there, too. He's looking at more to score than he is to rebound. So I know 13 and a half is a lot, but Cantor has been one of the best rebounders over the last three weeks or so in the NBA, along with Capella. I was scared to take Capella last night uh, on rebounds and they were too high. So I pushed away and I'm glad I did because he only had 11. I think his line was at 14 and a half when it was released. What about uh, Gary Trent Jr.? He's going to get more time. You got the McCollum McCollum injury. Uh, The other day against OKC, Trent got 41 minutes. He took 17 shots and scored 22 points. I really like him. I actually wrote him down today, yeah. too. Anywhere between 11 and 18 points, I think the three is going to hit, If especially if it's hitting early for Gary Trent Jr. They're just going to let him fire away. I think his his very dependent on Damian Lillard, too. Damian Lillard getting hot could mean maybe Gary Trent Jr. is out of the picture as well. Blowout. Blowout factor could also be a 
a part of this too. If Gary Trent Jr. is, if they're getting blown out, the Trailblazers, Gary Trent Jr. is going to get a lot more play. So I would, I would take the points there. Uh, how 14 and a half. 14 I would take that. Yeah, I like that too. That's what, that's why I mentioned. Uh, Ross, you got anything on Lakers Pistons or Blazers Rockets tonight? Um, No, but I can ask you about the next game if you want me to. Okay. Chalk, chalk boy. Go ahead. Chalk or walk I, boy. I'm, I'm, <laughs> this name's so stupid. <laughs> Clippers Heat. The Heat are laying four points. The Heat have not been good. I'm reading these reports about Jimmy Butler still affected by COVID. They're laying four points against the Clippers. Yeah. Chalker walk, Joe. Well, Butler's going to be out, and Dragic is probably – it looks like he's going to be out again. This is ugly. I I don't really want to watch this game. PG3 still out. Kawhi Leonard out. Beverly so all the good players between these two rosters pretty much are going to be out. Uh, Bam's been killing it lately. Uh, 20 points, five and a half assists per game. But where I'm going is the player prop. Now, it was interesting. McDonough said his favorite play on this four-game card is Miami. So keep that in mind. He likes the, the Heat minus four here. But I'm looking at Reggie Jackson. Reggie Jackson's going to get the opportunities. His prop is set at 15 and a half uh, the other night for the Clippers. With all those players out, he played 39 minutes against Atlanta. If you want to look at the points, rebounds, and assists combined, that's 25 and a half. What do you have? He had uh, 20 points, eight assists, seven rebounds against the Hawks. And the the PRA, they call it, is 25 and a half. So Reggie Jackson props, I'm in on. Uh, Do you agree, Mally? Absolutely. I mean, he's going to just – he's a chucker, man. And if he starts feeling it early – it's it's game over. He's going to shoot over 20 shots easily, yeah. easily. So I like Reggie Jackson tonight too. Uh, the heat have been awful though, without our boy, Jimmy Butler, Hollywood, Jimmy. So uh, Duncan Robinson yeah. would be the one that I would look at for three pointers. If you're looking for a three point prop tonight, I would look at Duncan Robinson. Definitely our boy. Mm. Where'd that come from? Chicago. Whoa. Well, yes. he's played everywhere. He's played everywhere. It's Philly, Chicago, Minnesota. Yeah. I mean, come on. Uh, last game. So the line. Let me keep- tee you up, Joe. Yeah, go ahead. Up. Last game. The Suns are laying two and a half against the Warriors. Chalk or walk, Joe? At the start of the, sh- the show, it was Golden State was favored minus one. Now it's Phoenix uh, minus two and a half. So the player props for the Suns are not out. When they are out, bet DeAndre Ayton over. He's fourth in rebounding in the league. Last five games, 14, 13, 13, 17, and 16 rebounds. And guess what? Golden State allows the opposition to get the most rebounds in the NBA at 58.7 rebounds per game. I'm all over uh, the eight and rebound prop. Even if it's as high as Cantor, like in that 12, 13 range, I'll be going over on that. Uh, Jordan Malley, you in on that one too? Yes, and I'm going to even look at uh, Aiton's points, too, tonight. And I'm also really? maybe going to play the under on Wiseman. He struggled a little bit, too. And against a good big, too, I- I'm going to take the under on Wiseman and not even not even care about it. All right, so well, only four games. That's what you get on Thursday. You get, we get TNT. I can't wait to see who Shaq and Charles Barkley is going to be crushing tonight. It'll be something. And who knows? Maybe uh, Chuckles will make a live bet. He's been doing that a, lot, a whole lot this year. He likes If he says the side he's taken... I'll go on the other side. 
I'll go on the other side because we <laughs> got uh, got some losers for you. This is BetQL Daily on the bet. Weekdays, 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern, 8 to 11 a.m. Mountain on the bet, 1430 on Denver. Make sure you are following us on Twitter at BetQL Daily. From the sports book to the gridiron, we've got you covered to beat the spread and so much more. It's BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski and Ross Tucker on the bet. bet. It's BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski and Ross Tucker on the bet. Every day around this time, we go over our lightning bets for the evening's card. NBA, college basketball, NHL, whatever is on our minds, we'll go around the horn. Uh, see what's on everybody's mind. You can watch us radio.com slash betql-daily. Listen live on the radio.com app. Also, the bet 1430 in Denver and the bet 93.1 HD3 in Los Angeles. Make sure that you are following us on Twitter at BetQL Daily. Uh, Points Bet, the proud sportsbook part of the Chicago Bears, is out doing the competition in Illinois. They are now live with minus 105 spreads on all NBA and NFL games. That's the best price of any sportsbook. Why bet anywhere else? I'm Joe Ostrowski at Joe 0670 at Twitter. Ross Tucker at Ross Tucker NFL. Uh, Ross, I'll uh, pick up where I left off in the NBA. Uh, that we went over in that segment. Four different games going on tonight. McDonough says, take a look at Miami. And I'm looking at some various prop bets that are available. Now, the Suns player props are not available yet, but DeAndre Ayton's been on a tear, and the Warriors give up the most rebounds to the opposition of any team in the NBA. And, you know, it's 14, 13, 13, 17, 16 for Ayton recently. He's fourth in the league. I like Ayton over um, I can't see them going over 12 and a half or 13 and a half rebounds. So whatever number they end up setting, um, I'm going to be looking there. Reggie Jackson, whether it's points, rebounds, assists, or just points, the points are set at 15 and a half. Love that with all the players out for the Clippers, like Paul George, Kawhi, and Beverly. Jackson's going to get a lot of run. And take a look at Gary Trent Jr. in there. Uh, McCollum's got the fractured foot. He's going to be out about a month. He played a lot, a lot of usage the other day. So 14 and a half, 15 and a half points. Pretty appealing. But I like Aiton and Jackson props the most. Where are you looking for tonight? NHL, college basketball, NBA. What are we thinking? I'm thinking Tucks Pucks. Yeah. Joe. I'm 1 0 lifetime on my NHL bets. And I gave it out to the great people of Colorado, the Avalanche, the first day I was on the show a couple of days ago. And it was a slaughter as the Avalanche killed somebody. I can't remember who it was, but they killed him. I'm going back there, Joe. And I'm taking the Dallas Stars to win tonight. Now, I'm taking them in regulation. So if you look, the money line is minus 200. But that includes overtime. If you just pick them to win in regulation, it's minus 130. Now, I don't know what the percentage is, Joe, of them winning in regulation versus OT. But I don't know. That feels like to me, man, I don't know what percentage of hockey games go OT. But it just seems to me like I'd rather get the minus 130 and say they'll win in regulation 
then go minus 200 and include overtime on the money line. So I'm going Dallas Stars to win in regulation, minus 130. Detroit has scored 13 goals in seven games. Yeah. I mean, think about that. Today's NHL, 13 goals in seven games. Give me the stars to be the stars of the night. Stars. Dallas Stars. Tucks Pucks for this Thursday. Eli Hershkovich, is this when you pop on and you start asking Ross about how many players he knows on the Dallas Stars? Yeah, actually, I wasn't thinking about it, but yeah. How many players do you know on the Dallas Stars, Ross? Not a gosh gosh darn one. Beautiful. Not one. You know what I know? numbers. You know what I know? I know the Red Wings stink. And I know the Stars are going to win the game tonight in regulation. And I know people listening to the show are going to make money from it. That's what I know. Confidence. Breathing confidence right there from our guy Ross Tucker. Yikes. Who do you how many people on the yeah. stars do you know, Eli? I don't know the NHL that well, and I'm more than happy to admit it because I don't bet on hockey. Wow. So you only want to serve one segment of our audience? Interesting. I I guess you don't care about the show as much as I do. Right. We got a lot of we got a lot of listeners that are really into hockey, Eli. Maybe you should do some research and study it like I do. Oh, maybe you should do some research and tell me what number of fats Russell wears. How about that? I don't need to know. I just know that Rhode Island's going to win by seven. And they did. You bring up the wrong examples. You're putting the Notre wrong Dame, the Irish. on the wrong syllable. How about the Irish yesterday? Great three-point shooting team. Couldn't make a three. Damn. Yikes. Eli, out of four lightning bets, that's the only one I've gotten wrong so far. I'm three and one on my lightning bets. Try to keep up. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Um, my best bet for tonight, I'm going with Rutgers. Minus three, minus two and a half, minus three and a half. I'd bet it up to three and a half, a, a revenge spot for Rutgers. Michigan State coming off the COVID layoff. This Rutgers team looked completely different against Indiana. I know it's a Hoosiers team that's kind of due for some letdowns at home after big wins. They won at Iowa last Thursday, so lose outright as a five-point favorite. Two Rutgers on Sunday, but Steve Peichel made the adjustment of putting Geo Baker back at the point guard spot. The, the offense runs so much smoother with Baker in that position because of his driving capability and that jump shot off the dribble. So if Ron Harper is aggressive on the glass, that means so much to Rutgers tonight. I think he will be. I think Rutgers shoots better than they did in that Michigan State game in East, in East Lansing go back to earlier in the month, and Rutgers wins this one by four or more. Hey, Eli, as I pulled it up to uh, see if the line moved at all, it went to two and a half on points bet. Okay, so it's back down to what it opened at. So grab the two and a half. That's great. Wasn't three and a half earlier in the show? No, I was saying up to. I would bet this up to okay. three and a half. It was a three a second ago, and now Correct. it's down to two and a half. Correct. Okay, so there you go, two and a half. What, what about what are your other ones, Eli? That's my only one because I don't force bets on the show. I just give what I'm actually betting. So that's my only play for the night. Rutgers slaying the points. All right, so I have a question. So that means you'll have days where you don't have any bets. No, not really. I usually have one college basketball bet a night, and then once college basketball season's over, I'll go to the NBA playoffs, go to Major League Baseball, whatever it may be, Stanley Cup playoffs. One sport. So here's what I don't understand. Here's what I understand. If you're not forcing bets, then how does it work out that you have just one a night? Because usually I could find value for one game a night. So there's not nights where you find 
value in two games or Saturdays, you find value Saturdays. in zero games? Saturdays, I usually open it up a little bit. I mean, there are, there are more games on the cards. So typically, I don't, you know, I can find a game that I really, really like. Sounds to me, Joe, like he forces himself to have one bet a night for lightning bets. Sounds like me. Sounds to me like you know nothing about the NHL. <laughs> Correct. So Gil, 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 <laughs> guilty as charged. All of that hurt. All of that hurt. You know where to hit me where it hurts. Uh, knock, jo- knock my knock my NHL knowledge. Jordan Malley, did you have a favorite NBA? I know you bet these player props every single day, and we were going over a couple that you like, but did you have one that stands out? Yes, Wayne Ellington. His prop's not out yet, but Wayne Ellington threes. He's been the third best three-point shooter over the last three weeks in the NBA. Take Wayne Ellington threes up to five makes. Jordan, what number does Wayne Ellington wear? That I could not tell you. Oh. (laughs) Hey, Jordan, what high school did Wayne Ellington go to in ninth grade? (laughs) Another one. Couldn't tell you. Eli, Eli, what high school did Wayne Ellington go to in ninth grade? Russ, what number does Wayne Ellington wear in the NBA? Why aren't you answering me? He played college basketball in North Carolina. Right. I have no idea what high school he went to. followed him closely enough that you're a college basketball expert to know what high school he went to. Oh, wow. Wow, Russ. Well, the the answer is he went to Daniel Boone High School in Douglasville, Pennsylvania. He either lived in Douglasville or Birdsboro because those are the two towns that go to Daniel Boone High School. He was awesome in ninth grade, so he immediately left after that year to go to some Philly prep school. Man, these Ellington numbers. He's shooting eight, nine threes a game. (laughs) Dude, he's like in his 12th year in the NBA. Yeah. I I, I legitimately remember. So, Joe, he went to like – a podunk rural high school where I'm from. Yeah. So like, I legitimately remember in ninth grade being like, who is that? And why is he playing for them? And then like that summer, like they found out how good he was. And he went and played with uh, Gerald Henderson Jr. or whatever at some Philly, Philly prep school. You know, he went down there then. But ninth grade, he was sweet. But like another one, like Chad Henney, these guys are like six, seven years younger than me, and now they're like in their 13th year in pro sports. Wow. Unbelievable. Um, I meant to ask you this the other day. We have a couple minutes now. So you you said that in the in the area, people only care about Penn State basketball when they're really, really good. Most of the time, they don't care at all. Even when the Crispin brothers were there, that wasn't a thing. Like e- Even in the Midwest, when Penn State was – they were kind of new to the Big Ten then. Like I remember the – the Crispin brothers being a thing. Were they were they big over there? Well, they people liked the Crispin brothers, and people liked that they got to the tournament and they won a game or two. Who they beat? North Carolina. Yeah, they beat I North Carolina, I think, in the tournament one year. Yeah, people were into that, but it was like the day after they lost. Go away. It was like when's the blue white game? You know, which is Penn State football spring game. It's hard. Like it's legitimately hard to build a program when there's no tradition. Mm. There's just no tradition of them being good. And I think it's hard to be the second fiddle program, which is why I got a lot of respect for like 
schools that can do both because it's not easy to do both. No. Like, uh, yeah. we, that'd be a fun day some days, like to go over like the best programs when you combine football and basketball. Hmm. Yeah. It's usually one or the other. Ohio State's usually pretty good at both. Cincinnati now, right? Yeah. They're pretty good at both all of a sudden. Yeah. It's a good point. DePaul. DePaul is always good at football. <laughs> Not quite. Not unless you want to go back a century. Yeah. Terrible. It is amazing, I, by the way, Joe, to think about like DePaul and then compare it to like Villanova. Villanova is just a small Philly Catholic school, but they're sweet. Yeah. In my entire life, I've heard that they're a sleeping giant. DePaul's a sleeping giant from people that remember the 70s and 80s. Like those days are never, ever coming back. People, the good players, high school players uh, in the Chicago area, they have no interest in going to DePaul. And if I were them, I wouldn't have any interest in going to DePaul either. None. All right. We'll be back tomorrow. <laughs> this is BetQL Daily on Twitter at BetQL Daily. Here, weekdays live, 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern, 8 to 11 Mountain on the bet, 1430 in Denver. Subscribe to the pod. Make sure you're following us on Twitter at BetQL Daily. Talk to you tomorrow.